I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Series six of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete Allison, and uh, this is still very much Dave Cribb. Ahoy, hoy. We're back. That's nice, We're isn't back. it? Yeah. I mean, it's nice for us. I don't know if it's nice for anybody else. Hopefully, it's nice for some other people, but at least it's nice for us. Something to do, isn't it? Something to do, mate. Absolutely. I mean, you say that, but we have chosen the bank holiday, the sunniest bank holiday Monday. Oh, it's living, beautiful. Living memory to be sat at home in our dark recording studios but um the weather will probably turn to shit again within the next couple of days and at least people have this to listen to when that makes them sad absolutely flipping exactly see us through the gloomy gloomy days um how have you been we're doing that thing where like a pretend i haven't actually spoken to you since the yeah last season, but i mean probably. you very much know uh, exactly how i've been <laughs> Um, but for everyone else's benefit, um, yeah, basically not much to report because nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely fair. Um, nothing has changed, has it? It felt like at the end of the last series, things were about to change a bit and then they sort of haven't, have they? No, but we're still here and that's something. That's all we need to do. Should we... Well, this is going to be a slightly strange episode today, I think, just in terms of... Basically, what's going to happen is... This is the interminable behind-the-scenes details we give you on this podcast that you really don't need to know, but we always end up sharing with you. Is We're recording this about two hours before we do our reunion special live Zoom show, right? Correct. So kind of, I kind of got a lot of reunion stuff I want to talk about, but I'm going to try and not talk no, about it No, save this. it. I know, well, save I know, it. but it's like, it's all that. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be one of those things where I get consistently confused as to the sort of chronological order of what's happening. Um, so if that does happen, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, but we'll save all the reunion stuff for the live show that you'll have already have seen by the time you listen to this. So I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> And I hope it was just more than me and Pete on it, because we, we were sort of saying, we have no idea what to expect from, like, just... we're Because it's not really a Zoom show, is it, Pete? It's a Zoom meeting, let's be honest. Yeah, well, everybody loves a, a meeting to end their bank holiday weekend. But but we've basically just invited everybody in, and we hope that more than just Dave and I turn up. Otherwise, I mean, it, it, it's essentially pointless if it's just Dave. Dave, can we agree that if nobody turns up, we'd, we'd just, we'll just end it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've already discussed the reunion privately, haven't we? So there's no point yes. in us just doing that on Zoom again. 
<laughs> we'll just read out our WhatsApp conversation. Yeah, we'll just we'll just post that on Instagram. Yeah. But the thing is, that's not that's never the problem, is it? The problem is if one person turns up. Yeah. Because <laughs> then we have to do the whole thing just to one person, um, and we can't then cancel it. So um, yeah, no, that's fine. Look. Touch one, it all went better than we're anticipating. We're just, we're, we're pessimistic by nature, aren't we? That's the British yeah. way. By the way, just a bit of admin yeah. before we get started. Um, you may remember uh, that a couple of months ago on Instagram, we invited people uh, to request episodes. Yeah. And a quite ludicrous quantity of people did exactly that. I, I think we've got everyone's requests and have acknowledged them. So thank you very much if you've done that. But what I will say is um, stop requesting, please. Because, <laughs> stop typing, uh, stop typing. We have now, bear, bear in mind that this is the first episode of, of Series 6, right? Yeah. Um, we have filled basically all of Series 7. Oh my gosh. So um if you request something, please bear in mind that it, it might like literally <laughs> literally be like a year until <laughs> until we get to yours. But uh in all seriousness, thank you very much for all your requests because uh you've filled loads of episodes of Friends with Friends, which means that we've got to keep doing this for quite some time. Yeah, we've literally got at least a year and a half's worth of episodes to do now, haven't we, by my maths. Yeah. yeah. Flipping Nora. Also, don't send us requests, but do send us thoughts on this episode because yes. we're going to start doing our correspondence episodes on a Sunday, yes. aren't we? So yeah. any sort of things you, that we miss or little snippets of, you know, jokes that you thought were brilliant that we didn't acknowledge or any of that sort of stuff. Um, or, as is always our way, anyone from America telling us why we're wrong about American stuff, which we yeah. did. <laughs> Had a couple of people get in touch after I said that last time, saying, "Oh, so sorry. I didn't want. I didn't mean to. Like, didn't mean to correct." I was like, "I oh, know. We welcome it. Absolutely. We we need that. We need your guidance. We don't know. How nothing. else will we learn? We don't know nothing about America, do we?" Um, this honestly makes us seem like proper parochial uh, Brits, doesn't it? We're like, yeah, we don't know anything about the, the, the glorious United States of America. Like in Eurovision when Amanda Holden was like, hey, Europe, we don't speak other languages. <laughs> God, that was one of the worst things I've seen in my life. Yeah. Um, just the Amanda Holden bit, I mean. Um, so... Yes, we've got loads of requests, and but yeah, do send us sort of thoughts. You do you do this anyway. That's the reason we're doing the correspondence apps, isn't it? Because you always send us really funny things or really funny thoughts and observations that we might have missed, and we think, well, you know, that shouldn't just live in our inbox, should it? That should live yeah, in the wider, wider world. So they're going to be on uh, our Patreon uh, on the lower tier, the lower rung, which is three English pounds a month. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash friends pod is it yep god we, we will learn it properly one day no it was right i oh, know thank you right well, it's, yeah, it's right being right is one thing but being right and then go is that right at the end i wasn't congratulating you you don't have congratulations <laughs> for knowing your own website <laughs> so this week's episode is requested peter by luke wilson Luke Wilson, thanks for your request. Here it is. For years, I've had a major dislike of Monica. Ooh, oh. Bold start. And I've never understood why I think she's a bad friend. It's a hill I'm willing to die on, and I always argue with people about why she's the worst friend and how she just isn't very nice to people. Anyway, I think I found the episode where this hatred began. Season 4, episode 4, the one with the ballroom dancing. 
Joey is literally saving Monica and Rachel from being evicted, and Monica is constantly making jokes at his expense uh, that he has to go to dancing. He's doing you a favour and a big one at that, and you aren't grateful? Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Uh, elsewhere, classic Ross and Chandler wanting to quit the gym. Some laugh out loud moments there with some classic lines. And there's Phoebe being Phoebe. A forgotten good episode in my humble. Love the show, etc., etc. Okay, right. There's a lot to unpack there, isn't there? Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of Monica hate. Yes, I didn't read the request before I watched the episode, so I wasn't sort of I didn't have my Monica hate Spidey sense up, but um, I did note a couple of things along those lines. You know, like Monica and Rachel were being dicks to Joey, weren't they? <laughs> when he's yes, very much en- so. Just enjoying the dancing, and there's and there's a big alarm bell, isn't there, of the old uh, <laughs> jokes that haven't aged well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think just one, maybe or maybe two, but. Um, but yeah, one main one. We'll get to that anyway. So, season four, episode four, as Luke says, the one with the ballroom dancing. Here's the synopsis in case you haven't watched it for a while. Phoebe struggles to remain professional with an attractive client when she finally confesses her feelings. He reciprocates, but while kissing, Phoebe's boss walks in and informs Phoebe the man is married and fires her. Meanwhile, Chandler needs Ross's help to quit the gym when he becomes intimidated by the assertive staff. And Joey confronts Mr. Trigger after he makes Rachel cry Trigger then threatens to report Monica for illegally subletting her grandmother's apartment to make amends. Joey agrees to help Trigger practice ballroom dancing for his upcoming social event. And the detail you're all eager to know, 466604. Is that your um, your bank number? Yeah, that's my sort code. Uh, that is my rating of this episode out of <laughs> 500,000. Sure. Uh, no, that's the production, the original production code. Of course it is, of course it is. Which I think everybody is keen to know. So where should we start, Peter? Oh, it's, it's nice, um, like, slipping back into an old pair of slippers, this, isn't it? I reckon Chandler in the gym up first. Yeah, it's quite a, a small portion of the episode in reality, isn't it? And also, it's one of those Friends episodes where, for this podcast, I have to stop myself going, this isn't how stuff works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as we've heard, I mean, Chandler wants to quit the gym. And basically, the short version of this is he takes Ross down to help him quit the gym. Ross joins the gym, and then they both try and quit the bank and fail that as well. Let's move on to Phoebe. Um, <laughs> God, they got very efficient these days. They spent 10 minutes doing admin, but then they did one of the plot lines in under 12 seconds. Have you ever quit a gym, Dave? Well, yes, and it's hard. Qu- quitting stuff is hard. That's what I would say. My takeaway, quitting stuff is hard. I currently am in the process of quitting a pasta delivery service. <laughs> Which is much harder than I wanted Wait, it to be. Do they deliver it cooked? What what goes on? No, it's fresh pasta. So it's right. like the nice stuff. They make the fresh pasta in the morning and deliver it to you by like ten AM. It's banging, it's great, but I got but it as every a- day. No, 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 once a week, once a week. I was going to say. But it's only like three meals once a week. And then it's it's one of those things that's great on the face of it, but then I didn't eat pasta for a week and then I've got six lots of pasta in the freeze it's, it's you know it's just it's stacking up Pete it's too much I always forget I get a knock on the door I think oh I'm not expecting anything today the bloody pasta's here again isn't it but also if you order fresh pasta for three days a week and then don't eat it and freeze it not fresh yeah I mean like you're making a lot of solid good points basically there was an offer on when I joined it and then I forgot to cancel it after the, they get me I'm the idiot you know right I'm the idiot that these companies dream of what else do you get delivered Oh, you name it, I get it delivered, mate. Absolutely. Well, like routinely? Routinely, yeah. I've got my sort of Amazon subscribe and save, so I get things like my uh, fabric softener that comes once a month, and right. uh, dishwasher tablets I get from Small. Have you seen them on Instagram? 
Small. S-M-O-L. Is that like when people say small boy about little pet? Yeah, well, I, th- I don't know. I think it's called small because I think it's small. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, lots of bits. And I get, I've got my wine boxes as well that, that I've told you about, I'm sure. Okay. I'm desperately trying to quit as well. It's, I'm, I'm very, I just sign up. It's a lot of lock, subscriptions, Dave. Lockdown's been bad. I've subscribed to lots of stuff for the free f- initial offers and then I can't quit. So I really sympathise with this plot line because it is, they make it really hard for you to quit stuff. Well, these days it should be easier because you should be able to quit stuff like digitally, surely. Well, like on the, an app, couple of buttons. Correct. Bang, and that's fine. And here's the rub of the bloody green. And they know what scares us millennials because you know what they make you do to quit stuff, which is not why. Speak wife. to a human? Yeah, call on the phone, oh, which no. is the equivalent of going down to the gym, isn't it? Like, yeah. they, I want to do it on an app or an email's fine. I'll send them a polite email saying I'm, I'm out. But they're like, please give us a call. And I'm like, well, I'm obviously just never going to do that, am I? <laughs> so, and then they'll offer you cheaper pasta. Yes, exactly. I live, This is what happened with one of my wine boxes. I quit it. And then they said, would you like £60 to spend on more wine if you sign up again? I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Chandler and Ross go down to the gym. And this, again, this is like... It's not the bloody Pentagon, isn't it? Why can't the lad let Roth through <laughs> past the front desk? Yes. He's not allowed in unless he's a member. <laughs> Members only past the front desk into the office complex in the back. Um, yeah, they do. They, they've made it incredibly hard. And what, also, why are all these New York companies using attractive women to stop yeah, men quitting? Really not great that a physically fit woman is wheeled out to convince customers, is it? Wouldn't work on me. Don't worry, Pete. We've got your plot line later with the ballroom dancing, as Monica's That's pointed true. out. Yes. I'm a gay, so therefore I must love dancing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's important that if you haven't watched this episode recently, you realise that this is a reference made in the episode. It's not just me yes. being really <laughs> stereotyping. But yeah, so they, 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 they go down to the gym. They can't quit the gym. They get a joint checking account at the bank. Again. Friends don't do that, do they? No. I mean, ultimately, Pete, here's my question. The first, what would the, what would the first thing you do if you try and actually quit the gym? You just cancel the payment from the bank. Yeah, well, that is their plan, isn't the it? The banks, no, they're trying to close their entire account. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, you cancel the direct debit. <laughs> the yeah. bank will be on your side if you go. I don't want this money to go to the gym anymore. They'll be like, cool, we'll keep the money. That's yeah. that's better for us, the bank. Whereas they're trying to like close down. It's basically the next step. I'm pretty sure is to move house. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, if the bank thing doesn't work, they're going to have to sell their apartments and just leave New York forever and emigrate. To Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just wildly elaborate, but the, the, the summation of this for me is I sympathise with trying to quit things. It's really hard. When are you next juice and pasta? Thursday. Cool. Thurs- pasta Thursdays. Pasta Thursdays, mate. Yeah. <laughs> pasta Thursdays. Look forward to it every week. Slash forget it. And then the doorbell goes and I'm living. Stick it in the freezer. Add it to the mountain of pasta that I'm currently living in. Phoebe and Rick. Phoebe and Rick, yes. So she fancies Rick, doesn't she? Uh, well, he's a, he's a very... Um, he would work on me if he was trying to prevent me to quit a gym. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so that's the, that's your. I mean, he's also an adulterer, which is very much unattractive. But well, he'd probably have to be an adulterer to to constantly seduce people at the gym. That's true. He's got to be polyamorous at best. Yeah. Um, sexy Rick uh, has a lot of friends links. Does he? He's only in this one episode. Well, sort of. Yeah, because he was in Days of Our Lives in Does real he? life, IRL, and 
also in Baywatch, which is obviously a huge Friends-related television show. Yeah, that man, Rick from Friends, who I'll be honest, I wouldn't know from Adam if I bumped into him in the street, he replaced David Hasselhoff as like the main guy in Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, for the whole rest of its run. Wow. That's astonishing, isn't it? You know when um, he comments that Phoebe has pretty feet? Yeah. Who looks at feet and thinks they're pretty unless they've got a Foot feet kink? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. when when Because, they, again, it's one of those things in Friends where that you don't see very often in the later seasons, the sort of the point of view shot through the, yes. massa- through the you know, what's it called? The, the massage table I mean, there's hole. a few uh, point of view shots through massage tables, aren't there? Yes, there really are. There really are. But this this one down the hole, as it were, to the, the feet. And like, Lisa Kudrow is a very attractive woman, but I don't think her feet are anything special. I don't think feet are anything special generally. Well, no, it, it certainly wouldn't do it for me. Feet no. are functional, not attractive. <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to start a political campaign. <laughs> Pete Allison's hashtag feet are functional. If you think that feet are really hot, then get in touch and be part of the first correspondence episode where we'll just read out people's messages about their fetishes. I just <laughs> I was going to say, this this can't be. Just for the record, the correspondence episodes are not an excuse for us to learn all your fetishes. <laughs> we can't just have all the foot fetishists right yeah, in. I fucking love feet, I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is your dirty little secret. You love feet, really, and you're just trying to find out which of our listeners oh, has a God. foot fetish. Absolutely. Not, no. <laughs> but yeah, she dresses up her feet. She's trying to do some like it's. it's I tell you what, she does well. Lisa Kudrow is giving her feet a personality. Does that make sense? Like the way she's moving them. There's, there's basically only one way you could possibly do this. But yeah, she you're quite is limited sort of, with feet, aren't you? She is sort of doing that sort of like ooh, ooh, you know with her feet, and it does it does give the impression of sort of uh, sexy flirting, doesn't it? Bit of foot flirting, yeah. So, yeah, the thing for me about this whole thing is that... So it's not that Phoebe's bound by any particular rules in terms of dating clients. It's that she set her own oath, right? Yeah. So obviously she can't have sex with clients in the bloody massage room, as we learn, and that seems fair enough because it's a workplace. But I wouldn't imagine there'd be much problem if there was a single client and they ended up having a drink after work, for example. No, there's not too much conflict there, is there? No, but she set her own rules that she can't date clients. But she goes from that to biting a man's ass. I mean, it is fucking nuts that she bites a customer's ass. She bites what an what a quick turnaround from well, I'm I'm holding such a moral position of I can never even flirt with a client to let's be honest Going too far, and that is, that's an arrestable offence, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, and she bites his ass, and then it becomes a very, like, oh, I bit him. Oh, I bit his ass. That's mad. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's such a strange shot as well, isn't it, when she sort of... Under the towel. <laughs> her head's bobbing down slowly, the camera stays up, and you're like, what the f- what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you know when she zones out thinking about Chandler? Yeah. Um, she does that for over two hours, if yeah. you look at the clock behind her, which is a remarkably long time to be distracted. It it really is, isn't it? Especially because you think you'd just be counting down the minutes to the end of the hour, wouldn't you? Although if you're Rick, you must be fucking relaxed after two and a half hours. Well, yeah, he thinks it's just flown by. I think this is one of the worst lines in all of Friends. Rick goes, ooh, was that just an hour? And she goes, 
Uh, oh, yeah. in really long In hour really world. long hour world. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That is such <laughs> a placeholder line, isn't it? That's like, yeah. That feels like the writer's gone. A line that sort of says, yeah, in really long hour world, hey, we'll get back to that. Um, and we'll make it an actual... It's, it's barely even a sentence, never mind yeah. a joke. Then they just left it. They just left it in, mate. Well, this is one of the things, and this is why it's mad, because it gets a laugh, and as we know from the reunion, they, you know, they would rewrite jokes that didn't get a laugh. Yes, so it's true. clearly, clearly we're in the wrong here, because the audience went for it. One of my favourite lines in this storyline is, well, Phoebe gets fired, doesn't she, for her for her behaviour yeah. and for being confused for a sex worker. Um and <laughs> I really enjoy... I started asking people on the street if they wanted massages. It's been a really bad day, whore-wise. Whore-wise, <laughs> yeah, the police then thought I was a whore. Yeah. yeah, it's a really nice sequence, that, isn't it? Did you recognise the customer that asks why wasn't I offered that? Uh, yes, I did. Can't quite place where from. He's uh, also in Friends. He is Al Zebaker, the man who eats paper. Yes! <laughs> Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He obviously nailed that line about being a pervy old man that wanted to basically yeah. hire a prostitute <laughs> to uh, to be returned later on to eat some paper. So much like Estelle, he's in Friends twice. Friends tw- in two different roles, absolutely. Good quiz question, that. That is a good quiz question, isn't it, yes. Pretend I didn't say that, because we'll use that next time. <laughs> yeah, well, this is good. There's always a question that... Uh, that it helps if you've listened to the podcast recently in the quiz, isn't there? Absolutely. And this will be that one, I'm sure. Um, my other favourite line from this plot line is when Phoebe tries to pretend that Rick's her husband. Yes. And the boss goes, well, you better tell his other wife who's been on the phone three times. And Phoebe pauses and goes, yes, I will tell her. <laughs> the way she delivers that line is... Mwah. So good. Uh, then she gets fired and has another job interview later where she admits that they thought she was a whore and almost certainly doesn't get that job. Hi, I'm Scott Hancock and I host From Queer to Eternity, a new podcast exploring what it means to be queer, where we have conversations like this. I look at younger generations and go, you can just Google this stuff. The fact that the only mention of queerness was don't get AIDS. <laughs> if I'd been marrying a girl, that would not have happened. Maybe we can find a, a universality that, that we weren't aware of before. That's why this podcast's so great, because actually, well, I guess we just don't think to speak of this stuff, and yet it's part of our fabric. From Queer to Eternity, available to listen to now from the great big owl company. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, Trigger and Joey. Good episode of Mr. Trigger, this, isn't it? It is. I'd say his uh, his starring role, really, isn't it? Yeah, this is, this is his main one. And it is a good one. It's a really sweet episode. And I know we're not going to talk very much about the reunion, but Matt LeBlanc's entire energy was the best thing about the reunion for me. Oh, yeah, it was. And now watching Friends back again, having seen that, I just it just really draws me. I think Joey's probably my favourite character now, you know, for the whole package. He just, in like, reunion-wise, he was just seemed so chilled and so happy and so sort of at peace with his whole friend's experience yeah. and you can kind of see that he's just having fun when he's actually in it and but he was really playing the role of of every friend's fan wasn't he going like i love the show oh i was watching that one the other day that was amazing i yeah. like that bit where you did that do you remember this episode where this and where the rest of them were sort of going no what are you talking about what's what show is this <laughs> i felt show? like he knew it best yes 100 percent, 100 percent. the fact that that some of them couldn't even remember certain episodes yeah just kind of blows my mind a little bit it's, it's wild isn't it but then i guess this happens to us all and like if i, I can't remember every show i've ever done Sure. No, I, bet there's re- I bet there's whole radio shows you've done where you, someone went, do you remember when you interviewed John Bon Jovi about spaghetti or something? And you'd be like, no, I don't remember. I mean, you probably would remember that, to be fair, but that'd be a curveball, wouldn't it? Um, so Trigger makes Rachel cry, uh, and that's what sparks this whole thing, isn't it? What I would say, quite the escalation from Trigger, isn't it? One pizza box clogging up the trash chute, you're evicted. Yeah, although I must say I have my own ongoing battle with building management over... Um bin misuse here oh do you what's what sort of bin misuse people put some strange stuff out for the bins and then it all gathers and it looks gross and then i sent a note to building management saying that people basically been um fly tipping right and then a letter went round uh saying that it has come to our attention courtesy of a considerate and kind resident (laughs) and i was like that's me that's me teacher's pet yeah totally um, but bin's been tidy since, so Is it? yeah. Do you have you'd have a, a trash chute? Do you like? No, no. That was when I remember when I first got the first flat I ever lived in in London. That was in like a a tall tower. I was on the tenth floor, and I remember being so disappointed there wasn't a trash chute because it's a I, bit of an American thing. Yeah, it's completely American thing. There's a few buildings here that have them, but in general, makes sense though, doesn't it? Oh, it's absolutely. Just going downstairs, just lob it down a hole. I was livid, mate. I was absolutely livid every time I had to take the bloody bin down ten floors. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Um, Rachel's line, "You weren't just almost killed," is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like Jennifer Aniston, I'd say this isn't a. It's not a prime Rachel episode. This, like, she's quite annoying, and she's still. Uh, I feel like she's at, towards the end of her very spoilt tether. You know, before she sort of. Uh, evolves into the the character that she becomes. 
There's another great bit a little bit later, though, where Monica's like, well, Rachel cries at everything. She's like, that's not yeah. true. Like, I like that bit, too. One of my favourite lines in this whole episode is from Trigger, where Joey first visits him. Hmm. And as soon as he walks in, Mr. Trigger goes, Joey Tribbiani, hold on, I'll get the plunger. Yeah. <laughs> There's some great lines in this. The, the one that stood out for me when I was a kid, I used to absolutely love... The joke where Joey goes, where would the chick and the duck live? And then yeah. had to pretend that Chandler was the duck and he was the chick. And then later on when that comes back and Trigger comes knocking at the door and goes, hey, hey, chick is duck here or whichever way around is. It used to make me howl with laughter as a kid that I thought that was absolutely brilliant. And it still stands up today, to be fair. The, the nice thing about this storyline, because you know after Joey says that he'll do anything for Trigger. Yeah. Like being his dancing partner, like isn't the worst thing he could have asked for, obviously. No, but for a show featuring quite a lot of fragile masculinity, like this is actually quite a lovely, sweet storyline. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is nice. Like, look how nicely they're treating this. Like, Joey's just dancing; he's doing this nice thing for Trigger. And I was just in my head thinking, isn't that a lovely thing? And then Monica goes, "How's the dancing? Gay yet?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's all gone. They really ruined <laughs> it with that one line, didn't they? And like, like, like we touched upon earlier, and this is why Luke has a problem with the episode and. I think it's a valid one. Monica and Rachel are, in any circumstance, just being mean, going, you know, oh my God, you're doing a thing that isn't stereotypically associated with men, you big sissy. But don't you think that doesn't really feel like a very Monica or Rachel thing to say? Yes, it was strange, wasn't it? It was really strange. It felt like... Like, I don't think either of them are particularly mean people or no. characters, and yet they're they're being quite... Like they're really teasing him. Yeah, they don't really feel like it quite fits with them. No, and 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 it's 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 one of those things where Joey's character. What I love about Joey's character is is this sort of thing. You get it quite often where he's happy to do stuff that wouldn't be considered very masculine, you know, and he'll just get on with it and kind of be himself in that respect, you know. But yeah, they in normal circumstances it feels odd that they do that, but especially as Luke says, when he's literally only doing it. So they don't get evicted. <laughs> yes, he's doing it for you. Yeah, he's yeah. doing it for you, you ungrateful women. But yeah, that was the real alarm bell of the, oh God, friends from the 90s, wasn't it? How goes the dancing gay yet? It was like, in the same way as it's a quite a leap to go from pizza box to eviction. It's quite a leap, isn't it? To go from, is there anything I can do for you? And then to immediately go, could you be my dancing partner? Joey sort of seems <laughs> yeah. kind of happy with that. Like, that's not a quite fucking weird thing to say. Like, if someone said that to you, you'd be like, sorry, what? I, I, I obviously misheard what you just said. And the narrative is lovely as well in that he ends up sort of being left out because Trigger goes off to dance with um, Marge mm. and he's left out. Like, it's quite nice that he ends up really enjoying it. Well, I mean, the superintendent's dance is a funny, funny concept. Super, <laughs> super ball is funny as a joke, but the actual idea that all the all the um, supers are having a, you know, like an end of, end of what, season? What's the end of the janitorial season? <laughs> End of the uh, financial year. So, yeah, uh, having a ball uh, is is really nice. Um, I've got a question about dancing, Pete, if I'm honest. Okay. Do you know much about dancing? Um, well, I do have... Uh, I am actually grade one in modern dance, Dave. So. Are you actually? <laughs> yeah. Are I you? was really overweight as a child, so mum made me go dancing. Oh, wonderful. Okay, well, we yeah. must use that at some point. I had to wear a leotard. Did you? Mm. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, it is It's really unflattering. No, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It was just I looked like an overfilled sausage. <laughs> Do you look like a big potato with arms, legs and a head? 
Exactly that. Yeah. Great. That's a really funny line. That's very reminiscent for me of your big tree. Yeah. Like just those little friends visual lines are so good, aren't they? Um, here's my question about dancing. And this might be one for the correspondents, all right? So they've practiced this dance, this specific routine all week. And, you know, they make this hoo-ha about, oh, we can't quite get this spin right, you know, so let's go to the roof and, and get it right. And they nail it in the end. Does everyone that dances know all the dances? Uh, well, that's a good question. Now, I imagine that they have sort of specialist areas. But, like, does Marge know that dance? Is she going to do the spin? Does she know all the? Does she know that routine? It must be a specific routine. Yeah, is it, it doesn't really like work the, out, does, does it? But is it like the Macarena of ballroom dancing? Everyone just knows that one. You know, you just rock up and you just... Everyone's like, oh, yeah, we'll do that bit. Spin, spin. Yeah, I think all dancing just like the Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my that's my level, Pete. I won't, I won't pretend to be... But I've always thought that about the olden days when people used to go dancing on a Saturday night, you know, in the war. Yeah. And, like, I love the idea of that as a thing to be like, oh, it's all very classy and we're all doing very ballroom dancing-y. But I can't help but just think I'd get there and be like, oh, I don't know what the actual moves are. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know how to actually do this. Like, what's the, is it like the routine? Everybody just knows them, all the, all the sequences. Dancing listeners, dancing listeners, please help us with that for the, for the correspondence yeah. episode this week. That's all I would say. I know of a few dancers who listen to the podcast, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that's perfect. Steph, expecting you to tell us. Steph, the weight of the dancing world is on your shoulders. Yeah, um, right. And the final scene on the roof. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a really, like you say, apart from the Monica line and the fact that Rachel and Monica are being weird and mean, the whole episode is very sweet. It is very heartwarming. And it is very, like you say, strong just sort of striking against that masculinity thing, stereotypical masculinity thing. And that last scene on the roof where they just do the routine to night and day. Bit of a musical number. Oh, delightful, isn't it? It's just really nice. It's just really well done. They both look like they're having a great time. And off goes Tree, get to get the bus to Marge. It's a good episode, I think. Good. Nice. Enjoyable. A nice one to kick off season six. The first episode of season six. Don't have a quiz, do it, Pete? No, it doesn't have a quiz because we felt like we had we had quite a bit of admin to get through, didn't we? It was quite a bit of admin. Or, you know, let's be honest, Pete, did we forget to ask Amy to write us a quiz? Yeah, we also forgot that. <laughs> Amy, we are nothing without you. We, we are nothing. I, it's the problem. Amy will listen to this now and go, she'll hopefully remember for next week to remind us because we are... That is making an assumption, Dave, that Amy still wants to do quizzes. Well, no, absolutely. Look, this is, there's no pressure there at all. We we love having Amy as our quizzed, but we would never want to put undue pressure on her quizzing shoulders, would we? No. What I have garnered, though, Amy, is, you know, no pressure or anything. There's a lot of other Amys that seem willing to step up to That's the true. plate if you ever retire. So there you go. Season six, episode one of Friends with Friends. Now, for my money, Pete, season six of Friends... One of the worst ones. Well, let's hope we don't suffer such a similar fate. No, well, absolutely. Would you like to know, though, what next week's episode is? I would always like to know that. Uh, we're actually staying in season four next week, Dave. Lovely. A sweet spot, the sweet spot. Um, with the one with the girl from Poughkeepsie. The one with the girl from Poughkeepsie. It's, um, oh yeah, I haven't watched it on for ages, actually. Lovely. Who's requested that? Uh, well, their username is Alinguo. A linguo. That might be their actual name. If it is, it's an unusual one. There you go. Girl from Poughkeepsie. Next week, another season four. Uh, season four, episode 10. It is. 
Her name is actually Alice. Ah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, and we will see you then for that. Um, on our Patreon, there will be the correspondence episode out on Sunday morning. And a new episode of Joe with Friends is coming soon for all of those of you who are sort of grinding your way through that series with us thank you mm. we can't help but say thank you Not for that, that. Mm. we're all struggling through that together i think after doing joey with friends Pete, we should do we should do episodes Guess uh, yeah i've never watched that well give matt leblanc a sort of reprieve you know because yeah. episodes is brilliant and if you've never watched it even better a first timer for you um follow us on things on instagram <laughs> fwf pod on facebook facebook.com forward slash fwf pod as well yes. and on instagram no, already done that. On Twitter, FriendsWF. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Now, now we can go. Now we can go. All the best. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.